Hello, welcome to episode number six of self-improvement and spirituality in practice, Blooming with Gracie Hu. Today, I'm going to talk about how your reality is created. Is everything already written? Do we have free will? Or how free is our will? If you want to understand more about how everything works in your life, if you can change it or not, come with me. Gracie here. I've been a therapist for 18 years, an astrologer with 33 years of studies already, and I'm also an independent spiritualist from Brazil. My proposal here is to help you deal better with yourself, with others, and with life. Because everything has a why, a what for, and a how. Do you want to understand certain situations and change your reality for better? Want to evolve as a human being? So stay here and let's have a conversation. Have you ever thought about how your reality is created if you really are in charge of your life, or if you really have free will, or if your will is not so free as you, you like to think it is, or if there is destiny for us, if everything is already written, and we cannot change, change it much. Well, I've been studying this subject uh, for decades already. I was always interested in how life works, really, if we can change things or not. So, I listed 14 factors that can influence in how our reality is created. And uh, I will expose all items here for you. So I want you to really pay attention because the process of creating reality can be very complex because there are so many factors that can influence. And I will start with the number one. It's what I call reincarnation programming. So, as you can see, the principle of reincarnation is, is not only one thing that I accept. It's, for me, is a reality. The other dimension, the other side, is really a reality because I'm very conscious about uh, what goes on on that different level. So, before a person is born, Depending on the level of consciousness, you can participate in the programming for the next uh, experience in the physical world. Or, but if that's, that's not the case for the vast majority of people. They don't have a level of consciousness good enough to be part of the, the planning, to help in the planning. So for them, they have... Uh, a spiritual mentor who knows their main 
needs in terms of what they really need to learn next. So the, this reincarnation programming, as I call it, can be seen in the birth chart. I use astrology to identify the main challenges in someone's life. And here I have to say one thing, I have to explain. For me, astrology is uh, similar to, let's say, medicine. You have the basic teachings, who, which takes years. And then you choose uh, a specific uh, field to specialize, right? So in astrology, depending on the, the astrologer and uh, their background, their beliefs, they follow a specific approach they feel more comfortable or identified with. So for me, I... You know, I have a very deep approach of everything. I like to really dive into the real causes of things, always searching for the the whys, the what fors, and the, the hows. So that's the way I see astrology and the way I read a birth chart. In astrology, there's a, a method for forecasting, which is called transits. Your birth chart is like um, a photo of the sky when you were born. It's a freeze. The planets keep moving in the sky, right? So we can identify times or periods when specific planets aspects at some point in your birth chart and they these transits like activate uh, the need for specific lessons in your life so when someone comes to me um, saying that they they're going through a very uh, hard period in their life usually there is a, a hard transit going on when i identify the specific transit specific planets involved i can see not only how long that challenge will take and but it, especially what is need what that person needs to learn with those let's say tests the the main meaning behind everything so there are two ways to change in life by choice or by coercion if you don't go with your intelligence then life will have to use pain for you to to change or learn something and goodwill and dedication in learning, meaning self-improvement, speed up the whole process and then you can go to the next lesson or next, next level of learning. This would be a very big thing. Your main challenges in this life, the lessons you need to learn the most. But of course, here you have your will. So how fast you go or how far you go with those learnings is up to you. And uh, this, your decisions will make a difference in creating your reality. Factor number two, everything a person denies or repress in themselves comes to them externally and i used to say that everything life brings to you as a magnifying mirror 
because if you don't want to see it, if you avoid to see something in yourself, then it takes something really big outside of you for you to notice, right? Otherwise, you wouldn't notice. <laughs> so it doesn't matter if, if something that is good or not so good in yourself. Uh, for example, you can have a quality, but you somehow take it as something bad, like your sensuality, for example. If you deny and repress that aspect of yourself, and uh, every time you see it on, on another person, you feel that that's the cause of passion or being dazzled by someone because you are so you see in someone something you deny in, in yourself or if it is something that you consider really not a good thing you are ashamed of like uh, i don't like to be this way every time life brings someone or a situation that mirrors that aspect you repress in yourself then you will tend to feel irritation so basically if you are not into self-knowledge and self-improvement everything you try to hide in yourself you you try to avoid to see life will bring to you so you have to face it and deal with it that's another way your reality is created by everything you are denying and life needs you to see in order to evolve factor number three your beliefs i always say that importance is like yeast where you put it it grows so if you have a, some people call them limiting beliefs it doesn't matter if they are limiting or not it can be like a good belief like um, I deserve the best in life for example but if you have a not so good one like life is hard or no pain no gain this is the rule you set for yourself it's like uh, the decree you establish as valid as true uh, for yourself so your unconscious inner forces will follow those decrees which is absorbed from outside or society or family or other people so these rules you put to yourself they are like a software running in your unconscious the beliefs you accept as valid as true to yourself for your life or for the life of people around you they will work as you know it it's like programming your unconscious to create reality according to those rules okay so number four energy the vibrating frequency uh, defined by your thoughts and feelings especially in the and how your energy creates your reality it's especially true in the minor situations or in short-term situations because your thoughts and your feelings can change very fast so for example if you are okay and then something arises like an anger 
a sudden anger in you and you decide to leave um, driving your car and then because your energy is so intense in terms of angry uh, you are more likely to attract uh, a violence or uh, in, in the form of an accident like someone hit your car or you hit your own car the, it's the same way how you react to other people or circumstances is the the immediate consequence of something that just happened inside of you you know the your reaction and uh, will affect your energy and that will affect what you will attract next to your life or it is really creating your reality factor number five the rule is very clear if the door is not open then anything can come in right so envy or curse for example how they can affect your reality the more importance you give to someone's opinion and it doesn't matter if you are looking for acceptance or recognition or affection the more you are open to whatever that person does or send to you in form of energy if for example if you have someone that is uh, blessing you or um, making compliments or even praying for you uh, prayer is a very powerful thing because in the case of a mother who is always praying to protect their their son it's like uh, making a shield a protective shield around him so in the case that uh, he could like um, suffer an injury for or an accident for example that shield will protect him from an even worse damage for example but if you are so open to someone wanting their approval and that person sends to you a bad energy in the form of envy of a curse for example well what will happen you will you will have no defense against it because your unconscious forces were trained to accept everything coming from that person um, or even worse from everybody if you are that kind of person that is a pleaser that is always trying to please everyone so what other people send to you through thoughts or feelings basically energy can affect your reality can affect the things in your life factor number six we have a powerful intelligence in our unconscious which is always creating our reality and attracting people and circumstances to our life that is so true that when you go to sleep you don't have to worry about how your body will process your dinner for example everything will work fine your body works in an automatic way you don't have to demand anything you don't have to give orders to to your body right so because there is that intelligence in your unconscious so these inner forces they act creating your reality accordingly to what you trained them to do or what you order them to do 
And that's something that I deal with in my work as a therapist. I access those forces. I show my clients uh, how they operate and how to make those forces work for them consciously. So everything you accept in your life and you don't deny, even like a bullying or abusive uh, psychological abuse, for example, it doesn't matter if, if it, they are hard or not. They can be like a soft abuse or some someone always joking about you. If you accept that, as you don't react to defend yourself, then you are training your inner forces to accept those kind of abusive situations. So your own unconscious won't avoid that kind of circumstance in your life, won't protect you like uh, really repelling people acting like that to you because you accepted saying to your forces, oh, this is okay, you can allow that. Another factor that can create your reality, those decrees you made in moments of emotional intensity. For example, let's say you fell in love with someone and at some point you got so uh, disappointed and felt so hurt that you decided I won't love anymore or uh, man can't be trusted or whatever. The more intense your emotion when you say this, the more marked it will be on your body and on your unconscious. So your unconscious intelligence will accept that decree as something that they have to avoid in order to protect you next time you think about oh, i would like to find someone and be happy in my love life again that past decree will affect your reality in a way that you once consider it that loving was painful because you ended up in a bad situation in a painful situation it's like making a very strong statement that will avoid you going through the same kind of painful situation again in the future and then you block all your paths all possibilities in your love life again factor number eight well your soul is the one in charge of your life okay your higher self if your soul thinks for no matter reason that it's more functional for your personal evolution to go to a specific situation it will create it and it can even promote your physical death the the death of your physical body for example someone that uh, not only stagnated in their life but start to become worse and worse in terms of losing the joy of living and um, getting depressed or whatever the thing is what is more functional for someone to evolve right if the current situation is not helping in that process then the soul can create another reality, maybe in another dimension through physical death, to force the person to like go through a shock 
and awake to a different reality so they will have to adapt and move forward another factor number nine is how much you make use of your will in a conscious way if you are a willful person self-possessed and you take charge of your own life or if you are more passive and leave other people be in charge of your life it really makes a difference if you are in charge of your own life and i didn't say in control because you you do not control anything it's your soul who is really in control of everything but if you are in charge of your own life you are using your will right so you can really create your reality but if you are more passive and you rather have someone else behind the wheel and taking you to wherever they want to well what will happen the other person will take you to their reality or the reality they think it would be better for you so if you see yourself in a situation a reality you are not satisfied with so there's no one to blame because if you put your life in other person's hand it's it was your responsibility so never let someone else behind your own will otherwise you can complain right you can do whatever you want with your life so you better be in charge of it another factor number 10 unconscious resistances they have to do with your inner fears you know those fears that uh, make you step on the brake for example and avoid your life to go forward and instead those inner fears uh, unconscious fears or it, it may not be so unconscious but at some point you know what are your resistance right so uh, they will attract obstacles in your life in order to protect you and uh, it's similar to the beliefs, the limiting beliefs, but in this way, those resistances are more unconscious. Sometimes you, you are not even aware of them. And here I have to talk about what I call reverse faith. And what is this? The more you are afraid of something, the more you feel sure that that bad thing can happen in your, in your life and will happen if you don't do anything to avoid it so the more you will work to prevent yourself from that right so because you are vibrating basically a lot trying to really believing that a bad thing will happen to you and you are working hard to avoid it well basically you are vibrating in that fear so that's exactly what you will attract to you that fear manifesting in your life in, in the form of another person or a bad situation so the more you are afraid of something to happen and work and try to work against it the more you are really creating that bad thing in your life number 11 when you connect to astral currents 
If you connect to a positive one, like uh, you connect to all the... It, actually, this astral currents has to do with the collective unconscious. So, if you connect to that current of uh, very lucky people, for example, or entrepreneurs, successful people, then you are good to go. But if you connect to negative currents because of your invigilance, well, that can really be a bad thing because the collective unconscious is much stronger and much more powerful than your own will. So imagine that you are just a drop in an entire ocean, for example. That's how it works. You cannot swim against the current. It will require you much more strength and effort, right? So in practice, how would that be? If you start to feel not only sad, but the sadder and uh, get into a depression, for example, you will be connected with all depressed people in the world, not only in the physical world, but in the astral dimension also. It's really a lot of people. So it will be much harder for you to get out of that depressive state. It's the same if you are feeling revolted about something or a victim, for example, then you will tune yourself to all other people, victims in the world. And what is the main characteristic of a victim? They feel powerless. They feel impotent. So that's really something important to pay attention to. How are you tuning in or not in astral currents, if they are positive or negative, because they will certainly affect your reality, not only the way you feel, but like intensifying your feelings um, and your thoughts, but uh, they will make you tune with the specific frequencies of uh, energy. And then that will attract people and create circumstances in your life. Number 12, it's really the spiritual interference of uh, good beings or not so good beings. For example, if you can have help in a situation in your life from uh, a good spirit, for example, or you can have a bad interference of a not so good spirits. Actually, the bad spirit will not necessarily want to harm you, but they can be so you know, unconscious and selfish, acting really like a vampires and using you to nurture their needs. So they can create situations using you to fulfill their interests. For example, in this pandemic, there is a lot of people with not much things to do at home, right? So imagine like a guy going to watch porn on the internet, for example, or going to virtual chats to have virtual sex with strangers. What kind of frequency he's at, you know, 
that will define the kind of uh, spiritual beings he will attract to him, to be close to him. So his needs, his desires will be much bigger because there are other beings around him with the same desires or the same lust. So those spirits will attract people um, in the same who wants the same thing, the same satisfaction with strangers and uh, will create situations for him to give more and more of this kind of energy they they need to nurture to feed themselves right so this is uh, an important thing to pay attention to because your reality can be affected by as i said spiritual interference number 13 let's say you want something so much you work so hard to achieve that thing that, that, that is not for you, actually. It's not what your soul wants for you, but you want it so much that uh, your soul, ironically, can create that reality and give you the exact thing that you want so much just to show you that your happiness and accomplishment was not in that thing. It's a way to make you more humble to make you give in in your pride to see that you don't really know much what's best for yourself. So basically, your soul, who is really in charge of your life, can't create a reality and give exactly what your ego thinks it needs to feel happy. Just for you to get disappointed and, and realize, oh, this I worked so hard for this, to achieve this, to have this, and I'm not really feeling happy. Uh, I'm not feeling the way I thought I would feel. This is not really a big deal. So you get so disappointed just to realize, uh, you know what, I'm not so sure of what is really going to make me happy. And then you become humble because uh, your higher self knows where is your happiness and the best and fastest way to get there. Now, factor 14 that affects the way your reality is created is actually your will, which is not so free as we like to think it is on a daily basis. I don't know if you know this, but you can choose. And also, not choosing is already choosing, right? So you can choose what you think, what you feel, how you react, how you act, what you do in different circumstances in your life. And because every action generates a reaction, a correspondent reaction, then you have a consequence for everything that you think, you feel, you react, or you act. For example, procrastinate has consequences, right? You can decide, like, oh, I'm not doing my work right now. I will, like, spend some time in bed, checking my feed on Instagram, really wasting your time. But at some point, you have to do 
what you should, right? It doesn't matter if you are working or not. There are always things to be done at home. For example, laundry and uh, cooking, uh, whatever. So you can choose not to do a specific thing right now to procrastinate your duties. But at some point, you have to face them and work on them. And uh, then you have to take the consequences of, you know, being late on your schedule, for example. So you are basically, with your will, you are basically creating your reality all the time. And here I'd like to say something about fortune reading. How does it work? Let's say you, you go to a, a very good fortune teller or someone who reads uh, tarot, for example. You can ask, is that really, you know, written in my destiny? Is it possible not to go through that situation or will that really happen in my future? Well, the thing is, every forecast is just a probability. It's something like this. What the fortune teller says is, if you are following this path, you will probably get this result. So what they are showing you is the probable result that you get. But if you change your route, then of course you change your final destination, right? So you can choose not to believe in anything and say, oh, I will change my destiny. I won't go through this. Then you are using your will and really taking charge of your own life. And that's how some forecasts don't become reality in someone's life because they took a different route, they changed their path. At the end, as I always say, if you want to change the effects in your life, you must work on the cause. But the big thing here is identify the cause, because if you can't identify the real cause of a situation in your life, then you cannot work on it to change the effects right? And that's one of my specialties. I trained my sensibility to identify the causes. And that's how I get good results when working, especially with the inner forces and intelligence of the unconscious. So I gave you 14 factors that can affect in how your reality is created. As you can see, it's I wouldn't say it's complicated because I don't like the that word, as I said in the, the last episode. But I would say that uh, life is complex. There are so many things that can interfere and that can, so many factors that can affect what you attract and what you create in your reality. So if you really want to change something in your life, especially if it's not, it, it doesn't necessarily have has to be painful, but uh, if it's at least uncomfortable to you, if you are not satisfied with something in your life, either a relationship or a job or whatever situation it is, you can change it. But the first thing, it is necessary to identify the real cause of that thing, that circumstance, then you can work on it 
to change your reality and you not necessarily have to work really hard and suffer to get something and that's why knowledge real profound deep knowledge is so important well as you can see this is not a superficial podcast <laughs> i really go deep if you want something lighter to listen to well you have plenty of options out there so that's it for today You can participate in the podcast by sending a voice message through the link in my Instagram bio, which is at GracieHu, G-R-E-I-C-Y-H-O-O. Yes, your audio up to one minute can appear here in a future episode, as if you were in a radio program. Or you can reach me on Instagram to DM me a comment, a question or a suggestion. If you liked this podcast, subscribe on your favorite platform to receive new episodes or follow me on Instagram to find out when there will be a new one on the air. Stay well and we'll talk again in the next episode.